Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Star Wars Andor. My name is Daniel, I am one of your hosts today, and joining alongside me are my rebel friends, Shabazz. You sounded like an like you're from the Empire though when you said that. You're like I and know. my rebel friends, not scum. Like, no, kind of I was trying to be patronizing. You <laughs> <laughs> but you're we're friends. <laughs> How are you yeah, doing, yeah. Shay? You know, I'm doing great. Uh, I don't want to get sued by Tony the Tiger, but I'm doing no. great. That's good. We're all just doing weird impressions today. Anthony, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm I'm not going to do a weird impression. I think we have we've no, had enough. Anthony of was okay there. Uh, that's just me. That's just uh, how I talk. Um, but yeah, like this is uh, we just finished Tiff, and I'm glad. You know, Tiff is like a relationship. You know, there, it's that really great relationship in the beginning and then within a week you just i need to leave this relationship <laughs> just because there's it's a lot so much uh, there's so not tiff demands a lot of us you yes know? and she she'll come back next next year and she'll take our um she'll we'll get in that relationship again and we'll always have that breakup at the end <laughs> <laughs> I promise this time I'll be better. <sighs> okay, fine. <laughs> no, we love Tiff. We love Tiff, but man, it is a draining experience. You know, we, we you know we're coming off of what feels like a wild four weeks on the movie podcast. The last two weeks we've been at Tiff. We've had a bunch of reviews, a bunch of interviews since then. So uh, it really has been nonstop here on the movie podcast. So thank you so much for listening. If this is your first time listening or watching the show here on YouTube, thank you for being here. Please make sure you subscribe to us, ring the notification bell, leave a comment. And as always, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the movie podcast. Uh, if you want to keep the conversation going, please join us on Discord. Our conversations, these episodes may end, but the conversations can live on on Discord. We're having some great conversations in there right now about uh Game of Thrones, about the Rings of Power, She-Hulk, and then we're going to have an Andor room opening up this week as well, too. So please go ahead and join us there. We also have some incredible episodes of the movie podcast available right now. Please go check out our interview with the cast of the very show we're talking about today, Andor. You can hear us talk to them. That's available now for you to watch on YouTube and on all podcast services. We also have our interview with Brendan Fraser and screenwriter uh, Samuel D. Hunter of The Whale. Uh, we got to do a roundtable with them at TIFF. It is one of the things I'm most proud of. It was such a cool conversation we had with them, so please go check it out. And then we also had the opportunity to sit down. Shay sat down with Ewan McGregor and Ethan Hawke, friends of the show now, friends of the movie podcast. Uh, Shay, how are you feeling leaving that room after the interview? Well, after my knee stopped buckling, you know, everything kind of felt great. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, yeah. what, what I loved is that they they loved like us. They loved our vibe. You know, they, when I said that we're part of the movie podcast, they're like, great name. They also, when great I said name, what yeah. my name was, they're like, your name is even cooler. And I have a feeling that they're going <laughs> to, you know, Ewan, who's a part of the Star Wars world, is going to be like, that's it. We're going to use Shabazz as the next Star Wars It has character. to be. It has to be, right? You're going to be named after a droid's going to be named after you or like some rebel well, scum my, my is going to be named after you. Yeah, my luck is going to be someone just absolutely hated, the most annoying character. It's going to be this yeah. generation's Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, you would probably was like, yeah, that there was that uh, man I met Shabazz at the movie podcast. He's he's the one. He's he the one a, that we must name him. He was after. an asshole. Let me yeah. make a character about it. I was just a sweet No, no, no. You would? No, no, no. no. We, no it was it was awesome. It was a yeah. great experience. Um, please go check out all of those incredible episodes. And we have a 
lot more coming your way. We also have some other special guests joining us later this week on the show. Uh, you Stay tuned to find out who exactly is going to be joining us because it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but today is all about Andor. This has been a show that we've been waiting for for such a long time. I think the three of us uh, were all big fans of Star Wars uh, Rogue One and to finally have a series where we get to really explore a different side of the Star Wars galaxy has been uh, a long time coming. And Star Wars, if anything, you know, it's it's entered in a new era since the Disney Plus uh, reign started. And I think we've been getting some of the best Star Wars characters and shows and moments coming from it. You know, from The Mandalorian to The Bad Batch, which is one of my favorite things ever in Star Wars, uh, to like the latest season of The Clone or the Clone Wars, which just wrapped up. And, you know, everything with Ahsoka and everything coming out. There's so much to look forward to with Star Wars. So eventually... We'll get another Star Wars movie down the road, but at least now we're really getting to explore these different areas. Uh, I want to say thank you to our friends at Disney Studios Canada for inviting us to watch this show. Um, it's going to be releasing on September 21st with three episodes, and it's going to be followed by new episodes weekly. Now, uh, Anthony, I'd love for you to start us off with the synopsis of the show. Andor brings forward the tale of the burgeoning rebellion against the Empire and how people and planets become involved. It's an era filled with danger, deception, and intrigue where Cassian Andor will embark on the path that is destined to turn him into a rebel hero. Excellent. The show has a huge cast. It's from showrunner Tony Gilroy. Shay, where do we know Tony Gilroy from? Well, you'll know him from the Bourne franchise, at number one. Like That's, that's really, I think... One of the best things he's been a part of, along with Rogue One, um, a Star Wars story. Definitely. Uh, has a huge cast. Diego Luna, Genevieve O'Reilly, Stellan Skarsgård, Audrey Arjona, Denise Go, Kyle Soller, and Fiona Shaw. A bunch of those names you'll be able to hear right here on the movie podcast feed. So please, again, go check out that interview episode. Go watch it on YouTube. We had a great time with them. Shay, I would love for you to start us off with your thoughts of the first four episodes, again, spoiler free, of Star Wars Andor. Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, is my favorite Star Wars movie. Now, at this point of the review, you can, you're either already turning it off because you're like, how dare he? Or you're like, <laughs> oh, I'm intrigued. Like, let's, let's keep hearing right. more. And what I loved about this show, at least the first four episodes so far, is that it continues that DNA. But if anything, I felt like it doubled down on it. It really, uh, there's, there's moments in the first episode where they're kind of hanging out at a brothel and you're like, Whoa, whoa, hold on. Yeah. this is Star Wars. Like, this is what's happening in the world. Like, this isn't your kid's Star Wars anymore. And I mean, I know Star Wars from the beginning wasn't just something that was directed to kids, it was teenagers and, and so on and so forth. But this feels like new ground for them while still making the area that you're in familiar. We lo I love the character of, of, of Cassian Andor from Rogue One. So to see his character fleshed out more, which is, I think, a, com a complaint that a lot of people, I'm using air quotes here, a complaint that people had with the character in the movie that, you know, maybe there wasn't too much about him. He was just your typical rebel. Now we're getting all that development that we've always wanted. And this show just brings it. It brings the grittiness. It brings the realness. Um, you can tell these are practical sets. You can tell they probably shot this in outer space for all we know. Uh, but <laughs> but it, Well, it we just, do know they did didn't use the volume, right? We do know the that there was a lot of practical effects, a lot exactly. of real locations for this, right? And and one thing that I loved about Rogue One was you could see the scale of everything really well. Like when you would see a Star Destroyer, it would look massive because they would yeah. pair it right next to a regular ship. And this show does very similar things. You look up in the sky in certain characters and you'll see a giant ship and it'll look absolutely magnificent. And it feels so gritty like 
um, the stormtroopers are walking by and they have like maybe like dust or debris on them. Like it's that yeah. kind of an element of the show that 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 I love so much. Plus, you have a great cast. I mean, Diego Luna is fantastic. Adria Arjona is amazing, and then you have uh, Stellan Skarsgård, who is just. He's in everything, and every time yeah. he's in something, he still absolutely knocks it out of the park. Yeah. You know, this this show's very different. This show's really is unlike anything you've experienced in Star Wars before. Because it's taking that lineage, like Shay said, it's taking what started in Rogue One, and it's applying it to a show that this season's going to be 12 episodes long. We know there's going to be another season that's going to be another 12 episodes long. So you're really getting time to live with who these characters are. I love that in Rogue One, Cassian was this morally gray character. You know, that first scene where you're introduced to him in Rogue One, he shoots a guy because he needs, he knows the, the importance of the information he's getting. He can't risk this guy being captured for their plans to be spoiled, right? So you're you're seeing a very different side of Star Wars in Rogue One. And that lineage, just like Shay said, this is a continuation of that. And it's doubling down on everything that made Rogue Run great and unique and different. And it's uh, going through a lot more of a mature tone. Anthony, jump on in. If you were to say to me that that little story in the beginning of Star Wars A New Hope, which is the, the Death Star plans being stolen and brought back, that story was going to be probably the best Star Wars story Disney and Lucas has ever thought of, I would have laughed in your face because Andor <laughs> and uh, Rogue One are probably the best Star Wars stories you will ever see in the Star Wars universe just because it really drives the seriousness of the world that they're living in. Um, you know, usually with the Star Wars saga, there's always like there's there is this kiddiness, cheesiness to it. Campiness, it really, right? Campiness. You never really feel the even with Darth Vader, even though he's badass, he's never he's never scary. And the only time right. I really felt his how dark and scary he was was in rogue one that's where he feels in and this show and or really puts in perspective everything that's happening in this universe in this galaxy and is putting it into a totally different view there are serious things and consequences that are happening and it, it is it is taking place in a star wars universe which you know with rogue one being that that uh, that story that we're so used to seeing this and playing it out in the 12 episodes we only watched four it really brings it to a whole nother level this is a whole different category for the star wars universe this the show dives into some really mature tones there even for the first episode i was shocked to see how it ends and i was like man this is i'm on board with this this feels it has this blade runner vibe to it um, it has a yeah. born vibe to it, but it also has like even the politics around it really, it really like, you know, with, with George Lucas's version of episode one, two, and three and, and how he involved politics, it just didn't come off well. Well, this one. Yeah. It, it makes sense here, right? It does make it makes sense. sense that and it's it here. Yeah. Well, and you still, you're still getting that Star Wars lore because there is a lot of yep. things that I'm totally lost with planets and in and how they deal with um certain technology it's still there but that overall feeling is just so good that you feel like you're watching an hbo show like this is yeah an hbo series but this is disney plus and i'm shocked 
I was really shocked with what I saw because it was so mature and I really liked this route. And I think Star Wars, hopefully in the future, will kind of go down this path with other shows and not always yeah. be this, you know, kid friendly or family friendly, family friendly um, franchise. Yeah. And I think that's that's the thing, right? There's so much room. Again, we we always talk about when we get to talk about Star Wars is about there is a galaxy full of stories that we're able to tell. And, you know, it's stories like this that I'm glad that we're, you know, we're still connected to the Star Wars that we know in terms of getting the Death Star plans and all of that. But we're really starting to expand the universe. There's so many areas that we could go to. Um, and like you said, Anthony, like this very much gave me Born meets Blade Runner. Like this has the ingredients. This has the ingredients of a Star Wars show, but it's being prepared like it is like a Born film or it is like a Blade Runner movie because you're, you're dealing with these themes of like we're seeing themes of like enforcement brutality. We're seeing espionage. We're seeing corruption. Like we're seeing all these things that we're used to seeing in other high like drama shows or films and we're seeing applied to the star Wars world. And I love that the star Wars is starting to really do what I think the MCU started to do really well is okay. We have these characters, we have this universe. Let's not just tell a superhero story every time let's do different genres with these characters. And that's the only way that you could keep these franchises fresh, keep these shows fresh, keep these movies fresh is to take what we know and put them in other situations, put them in other genres, and it works. You know, the Marvel has been has found so much success with that. I think really starting with Winter Soldier, where that's more of a has that plays up the political, you know, uh, the sci-fi, the political thriller aspect, and we've seen that continue down the road in different genres. And Star Wars needed that. You know, not everything had to be about the chosen one, the, the Luke Skywalker. We needed to expand around that. It can't always be about the Skywalker family. And even though we know this is going to eventually lead to them. In some way, we're getting introduced to all these different characters that I love that no one is safe in this. It's the same way when we watched Rogue One. No one is safe in the show um, because there's there may be a couple that we know show up later in Star Wars lore, but anything could happen to any of these characters down the road. And I really like that. And I think the show, just like the end of Rogue One, spoilers if you haven't seen it, it doesn't work out for them. And it doesn't work out for the people who do it. Yes, they're successful, but they don't survive. And I love that we're going to a show that is 24 episodes long and we're able to really be on the edge of your seat every time. And it's going to take its time with introducing us to these characters, building out the world. Like Anthony said, focus on the politics. And like Shay said, expand on what made Rogue One so amazing and so you know impactful. And it's just by doing something different, different but familiar. Um, and it's something that we're just, I think for me, and I, it sounds like for you guys too, it's very much resonating with us, right? Absolutely. And I, I think what I love about this show so much as well is they have a plan. A plan is so yes. in place there. You know that they have two seasons. They have 24 episodes to kind of tell this, sh this, sh this sh whole story that they want to tell because we know that it's going to lead to one thing. And that's what, and I, I think a lot of people with, especially star Wars fans have issues with this is if there's not a plan, what are we watching? What are we waiting? What are we building up to? Right. But having this plan set out is what's keeping me relaxed. It's keeping me knowing that we're in good hands. But again, I already knew we were in good hands based on the talent that we already have here. But yeah, I think the having a plan is a big thing. 
It is. And I do want to I do want to give a shout out to the directors of this series. So there are three directors. Toby Haynes is responsible for episode one, two, three, eight, nine, and ten. Susanna White is responsible for episodes four, five, and six. And Benjamin Karen is responsible for episode seven, eleven, and twelve. Um so yeah, I again I, I think Disney has really you know, cracked a code going forward with what Star Wars can be. Um, and obviously what the MCU can be with just its diversity and the storytelling that it's, it's, it's giving us, but just expanding the world around it. Like it's not, it wouldn't be the same if we were just getting another Luke Skywalker show. That's why whenever Luke did show up in Mandalorian, it was special because we're seeing him outside of, you know, the confines that we're normally seeing him in right and we're seeing him in a different era and i love that the show could explore a different time period right we have the skywalker saga it's there but now it's time to to give us these other stories and now with you know andor and the acolyte coming and in ahsoka we're really getting to a point with star wars where um it's really exciting and you never know where they're going to what stories are going to tell tales of the jedi is another one coming bad batch season two there's lots to look forward to as a star wars fan right now where for a couple of years it was just the mandalorian and we were just and as fun as that show is and as great as that show is that's all we kind of had we didn't really know the larger scale of what's coming and now that we do it's really exciting and this show is really really good and i i just can't wait to see where it goes from here one thing that i i want to give kudos to is that the the practicality in the location scouting for this show just I know how the vault can be really cool to shoot in and to create these environments but nothing beats real world stuff nothing nothing like you, to see these characters and they're climbing mountains and they're they're in the dirt and just it it just feels grander that way it does yeah and this is a, probably the first disney plus in even disney star wars story where i really felt like man the budget was really high on this because the locations are fantastic we get to see coruscant again which is great yeah i love it we haven't really seen it or kind of been in it since you know, revenge of the sith and to really have a story take place in Coruscant, I always look forward to it because now with seeing that we're going to use some C really good CG to create these huge skyscrapers and all that stuff, it's just, it just works well. I think this is probably my favorite Disney Plus um, series. Of oh, wow. All the series. That's awesome. It's yeah. just so good. I, and I feel like I wish I feel I like it weighed me mine too. <laughs> yeah. I just Getting hope there. that they uh, uh, even it just gave me vibes of the first um episode as well i'm sorry episode uh four because it has like yeah. this this old feeling to it especially with the technology they use it feels analog but it's also like new and i i love yeah. that it just that's that's that star wars feeling that i want to yeah. get out of these shows and these movies and i think i was missing them because we've been so focused on cg these past 20 years that we've we've kind of lost that impact of physical things in your hands and yeah. real locations and being yeah. trudged in the mud and not to say that this show doesn't have that right no it does but this it show does. does have grand but but it's used so well right yeah it's this is used, another it's used in a way that's not reliant on it this is another series that does a great job of adding practical as well as cg together and the other one being lord of the rings um, yeah the rings of power the those two mediums are just they're doing a really good job of creating both and i think that's where for me as a creative and storyteller and someone who gets encapsulated in these shows 
I love that because it feels like, you know what, that studio really cares about the story and they're really going to put right. the money towards it to make this a fantastic um, series. So, yeah, I definitely. just hope they do this for all the other stuff. Yeah, me too. And, you know, I think, you know, we have lots to look forward to now with this season. We know it's going to be 24 episodes total, season one and two together. Um, so there's lots of room for storytelling. I just cannot wait to see the journey that we are going to go on. You know, we didn't talk too much about spoilers. Obviously, we want to keep that experience fresh for you. Uh, but there's a lot of new characters that are introduced in this in these first three episodes that you'll see this week on Disney Plus um, that I think are really going to resonate, really going to uh, stick around. Um, Audrey Arjona, I think is is another one that we were big fans of, and it's really great to see Genevieve O'Reilly back as Mon Mothma, um, who we uh, who was in the deleted scene in um, Revenge of the Sith, but also we saw her in a little bit in Rogue One too. So to see, uh, I just love the like the political the political aspect that's being introduced in this because it makes sense the way it's being shown makes sense, and I'm uh, I'm a big Stellan Skarsgård fan, and uh, seeing him pop up and everything is it's great. But I'm really liking his character in this, and I think his his uh, first interaction with Cassian um, is a really memorable moment. So I'm really excited for just uh, for the discussion to start. So please, again, join our Discord if you're watching this. Uh, let's get to our final recommendations. Does that sound good to you guys? Great, Shay. I'm going to get you to start us off. All right, this is a watch it. 100% a watch it. I mean. I think even if you want to dip your toes into Star Wars, you've been so reluctant because of what you thought about this series or franchise. This is a great place to start if you love spy, if you love that genre of espionage and thrillers, because it really, really sets the tone. It doesn't mean you have to dive in everything else, but at least start with this and it could open up your world to a lot. Yeah. Anthony, how about yourself? I totally agree with Shay. Like This is a great series to, to start your Star Wars experience. It's very, very good. It's fantastic. And I can't like, I don't know what else to say about it. This is another <laughs> great show that we have before the end of the year. And, you know, going back, I always knew Andor was special, just the way they treated it. And it was, it was more special than Obi-Wan. I, just the vibes that I was getting from it. And it really showcases in its story, in its visual aspects everything about it it feels like it also feels like a mission impossible show like series as well Definitely. like it has macquarie 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 yeah. vibes to it uh cinematic wise it's just it works so well so i would say definite watch it even if you're not a star wars fan i think you could throw yourself in there and kind of get lost in the great performances and great storytelling yeah, you know, it's three for three for me. This is uh, an absolute watch it, make time for it. It's going to be a great event to watch this week. Uh, like we said, September 21st on Disney Plus, three episodes you get to watch. It's like you get to watch a brand new Star Wars movie at home this week. And um, it is one hell of a story. It's fantastic. It's just so um, engrossing to watch. And I think because it does focus on more mature themes, it's more grounded, it's more gritty, gritty, but it's also thrilling. And I, and so I love so much about it. So yeah, go and have a great time with it. This is star Wars. Like you haven't seen before. Um, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. Make sure again, check out our discord server later this week. We'll be opening up a room for us to talk all about Andor. we want to keep that conversation going. So please join us on discord for that. Uh, and as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast pretty much every day this week. We have a lot going on after TIFF releasing 
final our final reviews, uh, our interviews, and lots going on. So stay tuned for all of that. Make sure you follow us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterbox. Send us an email at hello at the moviepodcast.c if you want to say hello to us. Um, and yeah, there's so much going on, and we're just so happy to be here, and we love the show. So thank you so much for being here with us. That was this time with the Movie Podcast, and we'll see you next. Yeah.